The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, Jimmy, I was thinking. <laughs> what were you thinking? I'm going to go shishing. Shishing? You take me shishing today? <laughs> you like like fishing? I want to go shishing. Uh-huh. You yeah, take- I'll take you. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> you think on the way we can stop and get a bite? Because my tummy's kind of hungry, man. <laughs> Is there anything else you want? A Dr. Pepper and a Diablo sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hurry. <laughs> Let's do it. Ah, uh, hey, fish. Uh, you want to come by my hook? Uh. First thing is forage. You know, you always want to think about prevalent forage, you know? You get to a lake, the first thing that goes through my mind is what are these fish eating? What are they eating naturally in the environment? There's a trick to fishing a jig when you're drifting, and that is how you hold your rod tip to feel the bite. You know, one of the things that's really important for me with a spinnerbait is to have a trailer hook on there, especially when you're trying to make these bass react when they don't want to strike. These rocky shoreline points are perfect spots for pitching light jigs and a minnow, or maybe even some sort of soft plastic Right up against those rocks. All right, so today's Rev is all about spring fishing. Everything from tips, tactics, gear, patterns. That's right. You're going to learn it all right here on today's Rev. So on this week's Go! Ram Power Block. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we'll hear from Jim Crowley from Hooking on TV. And then phoning in on the Ram Hotline at 785-846-7647 will be the legendary fisherman, Steve Manaz, Jackson Kayaks, James McBeth, Bad Whiskered Fang, Old Cat Daddy, and Merrimack Canoes, Randy Pugh. Yeah, you know, anyways, uh, spring fishing gets in your blood, man. It's yes, like, it does. It's like a disease. Yeah, Lyme's Lyme disease. disease. Actually, it's Lyme disease. It's not Lyme's disease. There's no S If you get it that. more than once, it could be Lyme's. No, it's just bad luck. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking I of... I get lemon disease. Uh, speaking of lemon... <laughs> Lemons disease? Yeah. Ooh. Is that like if, if life throws you lemons, you make disease Lemonade. out of it? <laughs> uh, anyways, as Jim said, speaking of disease, uh, Jim Crawley's on the line. Anyways, Jim, uh, welcome back to the show, man. Oh, it's great to be back with you guys. And, and nice segue when you go from poisonous bugs to me. I love that. That's great. <laughs> it's very fitting. Uh, anyway, we have our thermosil on. I, I, get, I encourage everyone, real quick, though, you got to hop on. If you just Google Hook and Hunt TV, uh, Google their Facebook. A lot of great stuff on there. Yeah, Google their Facebook page. You got to fan it. it very, it's it's very welcoming. You know, I, yeah. you guys have such a great community there online. Uh, it's like a big brothers and big sisters, but in a fishing and hunting <laughs> sense. It's it's really grown in the, yeah. in the last last month or two, and and we're getting a really influx of fans and. 
in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start doing video tips on there every other week to really to make it feel yeah to make it feel even more people have a place to come and and uh, you know they've posted their hunting and fishing pictures and we've got a lot of the high school and collegiate. Uh, kids that that get on there and and are fans of the show on Facebook it's great. I do. I have a great time in there. Occasionally, I'll just get on there and say, "Hey, we're having a contest. Answer this question, and I'll mail out a prize to somebody." It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to say you're you're big bite bait, so you give away a lot. Like basically, yep. a, uh, a giveaway every single week. And, and I got to say though, you got to dumb down these questions, Jim, because some we of them, can't answer them. They're, they're stumping us, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got, if there's something you guys, I'm making them up. You're a bad shit, brother. Well, you know, getting back to fishing. Yeah. Now, you you have uh, been a guide. You like to fish for smallmouth bass. How's it going so far this spring? Well, the, the fishing's been great. The fishing's been great this year. Um, we've already had, uh, the, we filmed the show, oh, I don't know, three, three, four weeks ago. It's a couple segments back, and, and I just took a couple baits. And what I wanted to do is just walk around the pond and, and show people basically how to break down a pond. And I took yeah. a couple rods with me, a couple baits, and uh, we ended up catching something like 35 bass in, in 40 minutes, or no, in an hour and a half. Just oh, something, wow. wow. Yeah, it was one of those days where we had three warm days in a row, and this was the warmest day. And, and the pond had warmed up really quick. And, and what I did is I took the north-northwest bank of this pond, and that's where the sun had been shining out all morning. We went out there in the afternoon. And um, funny thing, on a one-inch little rappel or storm crankbait, little subwort, I ended up catching a bass over six pounds out of this pond. No kidding! Wow, wow, yeah. that's a nice fish. Oh, it was it was neat. Oh, we had a bunch of you know fish in the twelve to fourteen-inch range and the three-pounder. But when this big fish hit, it was so funny because you know you've heard people say that oh, you can't catch big fish in small baits, and when the nah. water's clear, water clarity is the big thing that that I judge everything by. And so that's one of the reasons I threw one of these smaller baits is. I always do that to try to just help me get the pulse of the area that I'm fishing. And when these fish started hitting it right away, I'm like, I'm going to stick with it. And, you know, lo and behold, about 25 minutes into it, you know, we get this six pounder. So it might have been the biggest fish in the pond. I don't know. But I, I think it got the point across that if you use the lures like tools and you break down the body of water that you're fishing, that, you know, you, you can put the odds in your favor of having a day like that. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you say that. Uh, we, Jim and I have been to a couple of Mike Iaconelli seminars before. And first thing he always preaches is water clarity. That's the first thing you need to think about and then go by vegetation. But, you know, you're, you're talking about breaking down a pond, Jim, and it's very unequivocal. I, I have found this over the years of fishing, and Jim has as you well. You string so many words together, Trev. I don't that even was, know what you're saying. That was poetic is what that was. Wow. Uh, it's unequivocally clear, Jim. <laughs> uh, I'm educated. <laughs> but, no, you my know. Grand, my grandfather used to do the same thing as swear words, but you're much more eloquent. Go ahead. But, anyways. <laughs> Um, most people don't know when it comes to uh, a, a small pond, a lake, or a stream, how to break it down and find the different structures and everything like this. And most guys and gals just go out there and they luck into fish. And really, that's a very but unproductive. can't repeat it the next day. Exactly. I don't know what I did the day before. And I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up, Jim. Well, you know, we've been, we did, I did a seminar series this year called Weapons of Bass Destruction and going to different places and, and, and doing it. And one of the things that I preach to people all the time is that one thing, water clarity, yes, too. If you don't know what your lure is doing in the water, yeah, what, you, what are you throwing it for? <laughs> exactly. If you, no, if you have no idea what that lure is doing, that I always take the lures and put them in shallow water and see how they work, what I can do with my rod tip to make them do what I want. Because that way, if I can see him there, when that bait's 20 or 30 feet away from me, 10 feet down, I know exactly what it's doing. I know exactly what to expect it. And I become more productive with it because I know how and what I want it to do. So, But I, I agree with Ike and Ellie. I mean, your your water clarity is first. 
and foremost, bass are visual feeders. So in extremely clear water, I'm going to, a lot of times, I'll throw smaller lures to match the hatch. If Obviously, if I'm fishing in a body of water that's known for big fish, then obviously then, you know, I'm going to upgrade to the forage base. But if I'm fishing in stained or muddy water, then I want baits that are going to put off more vibration and use contrasting colors, black and red, black and white, brown and orange, black and blue, things like that, to have the bait stand out. Not so much that there's something in the water that color, but it stands out more to those fish. So I always want to use those. Water clarity is my first and foremost guide. And then I take it, then I take it from there. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is when you're out there fishing and you, you, you've checked out your lures and you checked out the wobble because sometimes fish want a tighter wobble, but you know, you get into those wiggle warts, they got a wide wobble. And so you, you've got to, you know, know exactly as you're saying what that lure is doing. But you know, this past winter, did you have much ice up there? Yeah. Uh, did it last very long? Uh, in, you know, a lot of the, the fishermen out here in the Midwest, they count on that, that shad kill, kill exactly, you know, right. in order to be able to get that spring season kicked off. Did you have any of that this year? No, we would have had a better chance ice fishing in my freezer this year. <laughs> we didn't have, I mean, if ice, ice stayed in my pond this year like two days, and I really? know, and it was pretty much gone, and, and it wasn't safe enough you know, for me to even venture out to try anything because our, our weather patterns were so strange. You know, this year, so usually beginning of the year when the water's really cold, our stuff starts on the jerk bait a lot, like an X-Wrap or something like that. That's yeah. one of my favorite big fish baits early in the year. This year I had a very limited time to do that because the water was warming up so much. So, you know, I write the spinner baits and, and, and throw in jigs and, and crank baits and things like that. So things are just accelerated um, this year. We'll see how the spring ends up in summer. I mean, it may catch up with itself. It may always be a little bit ahead. You know, we'll just have to see if we're out there. You yeah. bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Jim. But uh, well, you've been listening to Jim Crawley. He's got hookandhunttv.com. Jim just said it, but one more time, uh, Jim. Two Jims. I'm confused <laughs> who I'm talking to. You. Uh, JC, uh, we want to find you one more time. You and your tremendously awesome videos online. Uh, where do we have to head to? All they got to do is click on, on hookandhunttv.com. They can sign up for the newsletter. We'll send the show to them each week. They can check us out on Facebook. And, hey, even look up Hook and Hunt TV on YouTube. Yep. We've got a channel there, too. Yeah, you got to do the Facebook thing if you want to get welcomed to the hunt. Yeah, Jim, well, have you done right. that yet? <laughs> Anyways, we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com and Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But, Mr. Jim, as always, uh, sorry we referred to you as a disease. <laughs> But uh, you're a limey. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, uh, coming back on the revolution, buddy. Thanks. Always glad being here, guys. Hey, God bless you and all your listeners, and we'll see you on the revolution next time. All righty. Hey, coming up next, we got James Macbeth with Jackson Kayak. Yeah, and actually, uh, Frank the Sound Guy, he, he says he has a sound uh, clip. He's got cued. He's t- I mean, you remember when I referred to Mike I can Mike I can know, yeah. about water clarity. Hey. Uh, he, he found a sound bite. Let's play that. Yeah, listen to this. Water clarity. And there's a general rule of thumb, which is the clearer the water, the more natural you want the color. The more clear, translucent you want the color. The more stain the water, the dirtier the water, the more brightness you want in the bait. So in clear water situations, I want a more translucent, natural looking bait. In dirty water situations, I want a lot of contrast. I want something that's gonna stick out. So the blacks, the bright chartreuses. Basically, that's just what Jim said. (laughs) Anyways, uh, stick around, James Macbeth. Jackson Kayaks, coming up next. Attention passengers, we may experience... 60 minutes of continuous outdoor talk starts now. Brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. 
If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. The Ruger SR-22 pistol is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field strip and reassemble, the Ruger SR-22 pistol shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grips and an adjustable three-dot sight system with a reversible blade. Help Ruger raise $1 million for the NRA. Visit Ruger.com slash million to learn more. Keep the revolution alive by heading to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, back to the boys. Hey, I'm out of breath. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> uh, before the break, we heard from ran back from Canada. Yeah, we heard from a good one. We heard from Jim Crawley with Hook and Hunt TV. TV. Guess who? Who? No, guess who? No. Who? The man. Hold on. Uh, running back. Is this the other who's up first? I've been hanging around gas stations. I've been working on tires. I've been talking to grease monkeys. I've been working on cars. No, it's guess who, Jim? Running back to Saskatoon. Uh, this is our wrong, home. wrong province. I know we're going where we're going. It's still a part of we're Canada. We're Ontario. Is there a song about you know, Ontario? It's hard to have respect for Canada when their cops are called Mounties. <laughs> okay, that's all I have to say. Why don't you play O Canada? It's the land up north that nobody cares about. <laughs> all right, that's what it is. Uh, anyways, right now we're being joined by James Macbeth, and he phoned us at seven eight five eight four six. 7647, and he is with Jackson Kayaks. Mr. James. Bonjour. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, do, now, do they actually speak French in the, in your hometown there? Yeah, we, uh, not my hometown, but uh, just east of us in Quebec to you for sure. Yeah. yeah, they're just now learning English. You know? <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah, really. All the people that wanted to speak English, they shipped them down to Louisiana. Yeah. Now, uh, James, <laughs> right now we're, we're on you guys' website. Real quick, hand out your, your web address, please. Yeah. JacksonKayak.com. Yeah, you got to go there. Uh, Phantom on Facebook. You know, I, I was actually flipping through uh, some of your uh, uh, albums that are on Facebook. I love it. Every single person that is in a kayak is always has like the biggest crap-eating smile on their face. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. It seems like you buy a, a kayak, you're instantly happy. All your problems are solved. But uh, you got to hop on your website. Uh, like I said, fan your Facebook, follow them on Twitter and on YouTube. 
And uh, right now we're looking at you, more of your fishing line of kayaks. And I love your big tuna, man. This is awesome. Yeah, it was. it's the new one this year. In fact, started yeah. uh, pumping out there uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, we came to the market with this one as kind of a tandem boat. Yeah. Uh, what we've kind of found out by surprise is that it's also a really good big guy solo boat. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we actually kind of rejigged our production a little bit last minute, and we, we created settings for these chairs. That I don't know if you've noticed our chairs. Our chairs actually can come out and ride to a second tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can actually move it forward, and uh, we set up the bait tank in the middle uh, so that we can uh, we can sit one person. It rides really fast. It's a long boat, 14 feet. And, uh, uh, you can stand on it. A big guy of two, 300 pounds uh, can stand on the thing. We had a couple guys, they, they aptly call themselves the mountain men uh, <laughs> this year standing on it. And I think together they were like, 600 pounds, man. Jeez. Yeah, that is you, a mountain, man. You know, when when uh, uh, people think kayak, and not, not everyone that's in our audience, because we have talked about kayak fishing before, and, and Trav and I are actually big proponents of kayak fishing, saves on gas. Cool. But nevertheless, when they think about kayaking, they're thinking about those whitewater guys that learn how to do those cartwheel phoenix monkeys. Yeah, that is cool, <laughs> though. I, I, I'm, you know, once again, hop on your Facebook page. Those guys that go off the cliffs and stuff like that, I mean that, that. I would only do that after about a six pack. On they call accident. that the pelican. They're going after fish. Yeah, that is cool though. How you guys do that? Only a six pack, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it would maybe, be an maybe accident. With a little Red Bull in there. Yeah, no, we're, we're we're definitely Jackson Kayak, and uh, just to touch on the smiley faces, you'll notice our logo is a smiley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was actually up just in and around time the smileys came out, and our our, our ad guy just uh, did it and. Uh, came out nice for us but uh that's a policy actually life jackets and smiles yeah 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 now now the thing is for people who don't know this is not a sit in now we're talking about the uh, the fishing and hunting kayaks you that's actually right. sit on top of them that's right and and of course uh, it gives you not more maneuverability but it gives you maybe a, a greater distance to be able to cast and so yeah. forth and a little more command of the, the fish when it comes alongside a lot more convenience yeah lifting lifting a, a fish out especially if you're in the fly fishing world, is obviously, obviously a lot of, uh, in any fishing world, a lot of catch and release, but more so in the fly fishing world, we, we tend to the fish a little bit more. Uh, bringing it up into a canoe or a, a motorboat is definitely going to going to do, you know, do stuff to the fish. Yes. Um, there's no. ways around it, obviously, but this is obviously more friendly to that. And now the boys are pulling in bigger and bigger fish. I mean, the, a muskie, you know, a 52-inch muskie is one thing, but you pull in a two, 300-pound hog from somewhere offshore and <laughs> you're, you're you don't want to bring it into the boat necessarily. yeah or you or you catch that 300 pound guy in one of your canoes and bring it in or <laughs> yeah, kayaks yeah, and bring one it of in. the mountain men <laughs> yeah, yeah. now let, let's say this big tuna uh james what's this going to set us back man uh the big tuna is i think it's around i don't know they just released the pricing here um, oh, maybe it's, it's like free 1500 i think 1500 that's it yeah really? for, for a lifetime of fun 1500 bucks yeah so we have we have one version with the rudder so those who need to go a little straighter, a little long distance. Some guys who kind of cut out into the, the open waters of the oceans. Uh, 1,700 is with rudder, but it's 1,500 without the rudder. Yeah, yeah well, you know, we, we that's have... That's not bad at all. You know, as we're getting into the fishing season now, we have uh, people on the West Coast, on the Gulf Coast, and, of course, in Florida that actually give us fishing reports, fishing out of these kayaks, and they go for some monster fish out there. One, oh, yeah. I, one I uh, we had the guy in the air, I forget his name now. Got Caught a shark. Yeah, 20 yeah, miles offshore. Big popular one for sure. Yeah. It's called... Sled dogging. Really? That just brings it full circle to the Canadian roots of the kayak, right? <laughs> as soon as you pull in, you know, even the muskie, you know, as soon as you get one of those girls on, 
you're gone for about 15 minutes. And, <laughs> uh, you know, the guy, you'll see some of the YouTube videos of the guys pulling in the tarpon and the, yeah. and the big uh, sailfish, and mm-hmm. they're gone for five, six hours. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you better have a chase boat for your buddies. <laughs> you're going to be really tired because you're not paddling. They're chasing you, right? Yeah, oh, you know, how is geez. it to, to be able to fish musky out of these things? I've been fishing muskie. Uh, I found the, the fly fishing easier. Um, if you've, you've, got, you've all seen the traditional muskie baits, the big, huge bulldogs. And oh, yeah. They weigh like 11 pounds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> tracking those. I actually can stand and cast on my kusa. I, I fish off the kusa for the most part. Really? Yeah. Um, it's a very, we've created a secondary stability that uh, from our whitewater days, uh-huh. you know, whitewater is all about stability in a kayak. And, you know, there's little edges that we, we design into the boat that keeps the boat upright. Mm. Um, so when you're when you're standing on these things, you know it'll take a, a couple hours to get used to it. But I'm you know I'm hucking these big musky lures. I'm catching. I, I mean I rode two rapids. I'd say on the on the Kusa catching this 39 incher at the championship. Really? Wow. Holy cow! That's a big muskie. That's cool, man. Now one more time, we're actually coming up in an ad break, uh, James, to find out more about Jackson kayaks. Uh, where do we have to head to online? JacksonKayak.com, man. Yeah, and also, get on there. they got a, a, a wide selection, even for youth, really. I mean, it, you, the, you guys Actually, cater. 28 models. 28 models. Holy yeah. cow. You guys. The, fir- the first boat that came out of EJ was, uh, Eric Jackson, was the Fun. Mm-hmm. The Fun series was all about kids' kayaks. Um, the skill set and the way we teach kids and bring kids into whitewater became really, oh. uh, really uh, a- a- available uh-huh. because of boat design. And EJ came out with a, a tiny kayak, and uh, you know we're teaching kids seven to nine years old uh, the, getting into whitewater. It's so cute. I'm actually looking at a picture on your website. Little boy in a kayak. He's got his paddle and his helmet on, and, and he's got a band. determined look on his face. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looks like well, he's... They, they have no phobia, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 we've all got sons and daughters who just come to life with absolutely no fear because. It aids the teaching process. That's right. Well, the thing is, there's no fear with Jackson Kaya. No. There's no fear. I'll smile, man. That's it. That's it. Hey, we've been talking with old James McBeth, and he is with Jackson Kayaks. That's right. And we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com and NRA blog at nrablog.com plus Steiner at steiner-productors.com. But hey, man, uh, uh, James, dude, even though we don't like you because you're from Canada. (laughs) No, that's not true. No, thanks for coming by and telling us about all the wonderful products. The things that float. Uh, Yeah that you guys there at Jackson Kayak have to offer. I've been saying Jackson Kayak. Sorry about that, but no, really appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, man. All righty. Hey, coming up next is Steve Panaz. He is the world's greatest fisherman. Go hang around. We will prove it next. That's right. Stick around. So, Jim and Trav, they're just your two average Steves that dig the outdoors. So hit them up at forward slash underscore OTN because their friendship is a magical blast. Yeah, it's so midnight sparkle dust. What does building a family mean to you? Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to The Freddie Scott Show, tackling the game of life, Mondays at 9 noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on voice america sports high mountain seasonings the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage look for the bucking horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com 
Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Just because a hunting or fishing trip is unpredictable doesn't mean dinner has to be. Take control and use Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. If you've ever been called a creep, but I'm a creep. then this is your outdoor show. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we're back. And just to recap, beginning of the show, we heard from Jim Crawley with Hook and Hunt TV. Yeah. And then we heard from old, yeah. what? Then we heard from old James McBeth with Jackson Kayak. You acted like I was asking you a question <laughs> well, I or thought something. you were I addressing was, me. And- uh, anyway, Jim and I found a great clip. You know, that's a wonderful thing about the internet. Thanks to Al Gore for inventing it. We love that game. Uh, <laughs> No, you can hop on there and find tons of great tips pertaining to fishing. And right now we're going to play a clip real fast of uh, Skeet Reese talking about uh, fishing with the drop shot. Uh, take a listen. The Revolution. Fishing a drop shot, whether it's vertical or just casting it onto a point like you would any other plastic worm is, you want to keep the weight in contact with the bottom uh, all the time. And when the weight's on the bottom, when you're shaking a worm like I'm shaking it here, I'm not lifting my weight off the bottom. I'm keeping the, the weight down connected to the bottom and I'm just trying to make that worm dance suspended off the bottom and then you know I'll drag it a little bit or pull it hop it do whatever let the weight go back down shake it some more see it's little stuff like that that's that, good stuff that right there people don't know about it. and you can hop online and really you can just google ski Reese and get all kinds of stuff uh, anywho uh, right now we'll be joined by Steve Naz he called us at 785-846-7647 and you know for many I think a couple thousand years now uh, Jesus, about 6,000 Jesus has had that number one spot of the world's best angler yes uh, but just I mean recent development Steve Naz has knocked him off that pedestal. CNN announced this yeah took him down Steve Naz is now the world's best fisherman. Him and Jesus are going to have it head-to-head, I think, on Lake Texoma. Yeah. <laughs> Next month, they're going to battle this out. Who's the best angler? They both can walk on water. Steve Paz, welcome back to the revolution. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Steve. I, you know, I do I do walk on water, and it's usually in January when the uh, lakes are frozen up around here. But, uh, yeah, but then everybody gets to. Yeah, they, he leaves off that hard water part. <laughs> but, Steve, you know, this is spring fishing. Uh, the bite is really starting to pick up. What is maybe some new hot uh, gear on the market, some new lures that we really ought to be trying out? You know, Berkeley came out with the Havoc line of baits, and it was all pro design with guys like Ike and Alley and, yeah. and all that. And I'll tell you what, the more I fish those baits, the better they are. Uh, they really do a great job. Skeet Reese was involved and just some top-notch pros and uh, all of those baits. You know, it's funny, I just uh, pulled the boat out of storage the other day, and I realized I had a deck full of them all beat up and, and uh, destined for the garbage because they had caught so many fish. <laughs> those are great baits, and... You know, one of the best baits this time of year are, are actually the uh, jerk baits. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the hard baits where you can get a neutrally buoyant. If you take the time to get that bait to neutrally go neutrally buoyant, fish it slow. And uh, I tell you what, there's nothing better for spring bass right now. Yeah, you know, one of the baits that I liked, and it goes back to all the, the old Bill Lewis days and the rattle trap, but they had a, a lure called, it was a stick bait called a slapstick. Yes. Holy cow, you could catch the fire on a bass on topwater with that thing. 
Yeah, it was a huge bake that uh, stood almost uh, straight up and down. Right, you're right, perpendicular. And, and, and when you worked it, it, it gave it a very unique action, and uh, it's still a good uh, bait uh, any time of the year, especially uh, a little bit later in the spring. Yeah, and now, uh, of course, you know, everybody talks about fishing with a jig and pig this time of the year because they, they think it's going to be low and slow. Now, is that the case? Is that what you do? You know, low and slow can be really good at times, but what was shocking to me a few years back is I fished pre-spawn smallmouth on the Mississippi River. The, the ice went out two days before we went out. The water temp was in the high 30s, low 40s, and the way we found the fish was ripping, ripping rattle traps along a heavy current area along riprap, and we had smallmouth chasing these baits right to the rod tip. No wow. kidding. So it's always uh, it's, it's always a, a concern. When you have a big change in water temperature, yes, low and slow is probably the best way to go. But if things are stable or warming, don't be afraid to fish a little bit faster. Yeah, you know, pretty much all across the lower 48, we did not have a hard winter. We did not have a hard freeze. And you have that shad kill, which the fish feed on in the spring. How is this affecting that? You know, I mean, it's been, we're really three to four weeks ahead in our seasonal patterns. These waters have already warmed up, Steve. I mean, it's, I mean, it really feels like the middle of May, to be honest with you. How is that affecting the bite? You know, what's interesting is I was on the phone with Ted Takasaki the other day, and he's pre-fishing for an FLW walleye tournament in the upper Mississippi, and he thinks the fish are spawning right now. Uh, fishing is actually really, really tough, and that's typically an indication that the spawn has actually started. Really? We had the earliest ice out in the history in this area, at least in recent history. I mean, the ice went out on the lake that I live on uh, April 6th, I think. And wow. That's insane. I think it went out last year, April 30th. <laughs> and so it is way ahead, and we've had a lot of temperatures all over the country that are fluctuating from the, uh, you know, the 80s and 90s up uh, down south and into the 80s and 70s up north, and those are extreme temperatures uh, this time of year historically. And so the fish are ahead of the game, and you know, when uh, some of the openers come up in some of the northern states, guys might be fishing a lot deeper than they're used to this time of year, because those fish may have been out of the shallows already. Yeah, now weren't you down at the uh, Bassmaster Classic? Yes, I was, down in Shreveport. Yeah, yeah, now that uh, that was a little different bite this year, wasn't it? You know, I didn't stay for the competition, Jim, but I was down there, and a lot of the guys were saying pre-fishing that uh, it was a, a better bite than I thought. You know, the, the interesting thing about the Red River is it, there are some clear water areas and some of those backwaters that were loaded with big bass, and then... It was a lot clearer than I than I realized. That was a real learning experience for me. Yeah, he didn't stick around because it wasn't stiff enough competition for him. <laughs> uh, now, Steve, before we go on with this interview, if we want to find you on Facebook, uh, how do we go about doing that? Just uh, Facebook uh, slash Steve Panaz, and uh, I don't have a fan page that I've been maintaining at all, but I, I, I have a personal page that... And I welcome everybody to join me there. I, I you can never have too many friends. Yeah. Now you know we've we've watched you over the years fishing and so forth. Now, what is your favorite bass or walleye? You know, uh, if I'm looking for something for the frying pan, walleyes are tough to beat. And if I'm looking for just pure fun and action, you know, I grew up in Minnesota where walleyes are king. But I tell you what, I'm a big fan of largemouth bass. You can catch them on top. You can catch them on the bottom. You can catch them deep. You can catch them shallow. They fight. It's just a tremendous, tremendous sport fish, and it, that's the reason it is the number one sport fish in the U.S. It's just a blast to catch. But if you had to pin me down, Jim, uh -huh. it would be Chinook salmon. Chinook, really? Holy I cow, talk about a big pull. the way they fight, and they're 
Nothing better on the grill. I'd pay good money just to see Jim actually pin you down. I don't think he could, Steve. I, I know he couldn't. Steve, he's wiry, Jim. He, he's, a, he's a tough man to pin down. Anyways, well, we're going to leave that right there. We've been talking with Steve Bonanza. Of course, he is the world's greatest fisherman. Where can we find you one more time on Facebook, Steve? Just Facebook slash Steve Panaz, and uh, yeah, I love going on. I'm on Facebook every day, so yeah. it's uh, it's a fun place to uh, share knowledge and just get together. Admire Steve's beauty. <laughs> Anyways, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Prettiest Trucks. Prettiest man I ever saw. <laughs> We're brought to you by Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com and NBC Sports Outdoors. That is NBC Sports.com forward slash outdoors and high mountain seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Steve, as always, Thank you so much for uh, dropping by the Revolution, buddy. Right, thanks for the opportunity. Have a great day. All right, same to you, friend. Hey, hang on, because Cat Daddy's coming up next right here on the Revolution. They're protecting truth, justice, and the American way of... Of fishing? <laughs> we are saving the American way of fishing. We are. Right here on the Revolution. Anyways, as Jim said, uh, Cat Daddy, he's on deck. Coming up next. The Revolution with Jim and Traff is brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner, talking baseball with Jim Lairitz, is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Got them! Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, but did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey. Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. For hunting, target, and long-range shooting, choose Zeiss Rapid C, the ultimate ballistic reticle. Now until December 31st, receive up to a $100 mail-in rebate when you purchase a qualifying rifle scope with Rapid C reticle. See your Zeiss dealer or visit Zeiss.com slash sports for details. Lacking ambition, skill, or talent, mm. the revolution doesn't care. Hit them up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. There's something fishy about this whole radio business. There is a lot of fishy things about radio, especially this There's show. There's a lot of fishy things about this show. Not just because today's Rev is all about spring fishing, just in general, you're kind of a weird guy. Uh, anyways, uh, just to recap. What's your point? Uh, beginning the show, as we said before, we heard from Jim Crawley, if you're just tuning in from Hook and Hunt TV. Yeah, and then James Macbeth came on from Jackson Kayaks. Yeah, and just before the break, uh, Steve Pedaz dropped by. Wonderful guy. and handed out some awesome tips. I uh, really appreciate it, and thank him for doing that. But right now, we're being joined, as Jim would say, by the intrepid Cat Daddy. But that, ever that, fearless. Is, that is a bold-faced lie, and I'm going to prove it real fast. Cat right. Daddy, why doesn't he go ice fishing? doesn't like ice. He's afraid of it. <laughs> Why doesn't he like deep water? He's not tall. He can't swim, therefore... You ever, you ever been out with a guy that can't swim? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? I'll tell you what, I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> oh, 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 did you almost get taken down by a spoonbill? 
We drove down in the heart of the heart of the heart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that weather. How was that, man? Uh, it was uh, absolutely miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and we drove down there, man, the wind was blowing. It was terrible. About lost the boat twice off the highway. Are you serious? No really? We're steadfast. We're steadfast, old buddy. We just buried the pedal and kept on going. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was going to keep you away from the spoon, Bill. Hey, I tell you what, I took a couple old boys down there, Jeff, and Jeff was their name, and I... The other Jeff I didn't know, but I got to know him after the trip. And the first Jeff uh, was a good old friend of mine named Jeff Rigsby, and he's never been spooning before. And we showed him how to do it down there, man. He worked and worked and worked, you know, and, and we didn't get a fish all day long. Oh, man. <laughs> until the very end of the day, finally he popped one. But, you know, hey, spooning's like it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it Sometimes, is. Sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll move up from the Grand Lake of the Cherokees up the river when we got high flow, which we did. But that's just moving awful slow, boy, because, man, I tell you, we worked, worked, and worked. But the rewards was great after Jeff snagged that big one. It probably weighed about 40 pounds. Really? Oh, wow. That's yeah, a decent that's a nice, size spoonbill. As a matter of fact, he just got a hold of me not too long ago and said he's already ate some of it. And, <laughs> man, he said it sure was good. <laughs> really, so you fished all day Saturday. You caught one spoonbill. Did you stick around for Sunday at all or not really? No, man, we had to shag and get on home. Yeah. And I tell you, it was a, a heck of a trip up there and a heck of a trip back. But, man, I tell you what, the the river was rising, the Ocho. Yeah. And, man, people was just knocking blue cats and channel cats out left and right using fresh cuts. And now, you did say while you're down there spoonbill and you were going to try to catch some of them other cats. And uh, get married again. And get married again, possibly divorced. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I'm glad the wife ain't here. <laughs> i tell you what, though. Uh, we're going down there again this this uh, coming weekend, and we're taking a whole bunch of people down there and. uh I tell you, a really good place to stay down there is the Micro Tail Inn and Suites. Boy, they are set up for the spoon billers down there. Really? Cool. Oh, man, what a place. I mean, they cater to you. There's a gal, the manager of that place, her name is Sarah McQuig. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a sweetheart of a gal. Yeah, that's down there on uh, 2015 Steve Owens Boulevard. You don't mind me telling them folks... uh Little website there, do you guys? No, go, go right for ahead, it, Daddy. Well, you know they like to hear that because it's a heck of a place to stay, and they cater to the spoon builders down there. And uh, you can get a hold of it by microtailin dot com slash hotel slash two nine five nine three. And that's in Miami, Oklahoma, the Marion capital of the world. There she blows. See, that's what I hate about Best Western. Yeah, they, they're totally they hate spoonbillers. Yeah, and that's why I will not support them, Cat Daddy. <laughs> oh, these people, man! I mean, they're just fantastic. You know, it's, it's they're they're just fish people. You know, that own that place and. They could really, you know, they they relate to the average Joe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rooms don't smell like fish, though, do they? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just checking. Just Something's checking. fishy around here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going? How many? How many people are you taking this coming weekend? We're taking six down there, and I think we're going to take the big, uh, the great big tuna tub. The oh, ooh, holy yeah, cow! We're, we're going to line them up. It's going to be action on action. Now, yeah. you, are you just going to fish it? Sorry, Jim, on Saturday again? Or or what, what are you guys doing? Because, you know, on Friday, like you said last week, uh, you can't keep them on Friday. It's like. Right. So we're heading down Saturday, Sunday, and coming back Monday. Nice. Oh, there you go. Well, the thing is, um, when you're out and about, as they say, keep an eye on the sky. Last weekend, I mean, you must have passed 15 tornadoes. There's a bunch of them there in Oklahoma. Buddy, man, uh, Woodward, Oklahoma, I mean, they caught it yeah. with. 
boy, really bad. A lot of people lost their lives up there, and I, you know, I really feel for them folks up there, man. But you know, Wichita up there in Wichita, Kansas, caught a caught a heck of a tornado up there. I mean, it's just that time. Good fishing, good tornadoes. Yeah, but you know, normally, I mean, Woodward out there in the Panhandle does get it, but it seems like around Tulsa and then up toward Miami and then, of course, on over into Missouri, I mean, they get hammered every year. Man, it's the alley, man. Tornado alley. Yeah, I got hammered last night. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a tornado, all right. (laughs) It was a tornado. The aftermath was devastating. (laughs) Um, No, we feel very bad. Definitely our thoughts and prayers go out to those families and everything that has happened. I mean, this is horrible. But really, this uh, this time of year, you need to be extra careful. Keep your weather radios on. Like Jim said, keep an eye to the sky and be smart about this. If you don't have a basement, you definitely oh, need. Cat Daddy has a basement in his boat. He does. He He's safe that way. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, even if the fish is biting like they never have before, man, if you hear the whistle, get off the water. Then fish, you know, they've been around forever and they'll still be there. You don't want to get out there in that, you know, on that river when them storms come in, boy. I mean, you know, I'm a stubborn cat fisherman, but... uh I think that tornado gives me a little more sense than that. Well, another thing you got to worry about is also that uh, rod that's in your hand. That's a perfect lightning rod. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Boy, when it gets to cracking, I get to junking on out of boy, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we've been talking with Cat Day. He's talking about the great time he's going to have this coming weekend down on the Neosho uh, out of Miami, Oklahoma. That's right. Miami of the Oklahomas. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to get married, go spoonbill fishing. Cat Daddy, uh, where can we find you online, man? CatDaddyGuideServices.com. That's uh, with an S on that services. That's right. One more time. Forget, guys. What's if that? you want to find a good place to uh, lay your head at night when yeah. you're spoonbilling, the Micro Tail Inn in Miami. Yeah, toss out that web address, too, one more time. Oh, absolutely. Here we go. Microtailin.com slash hotel slash 29593. Yeah, and you can tell it. It's right next to the Notel Motel. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent place. And tell them that Cat Daddy says you're fish friendly. You'll get a a good rate. Yeah, fish friendly rooms. (laughs) You guys, you like fishermen, huh? So uh, we are the the revolution. (laughs) We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports plus Ruger at Ruger.com. But hey, Cat Daddy Man, uh, we're, we're so glad you, you made it back safe and sound. And uh, thanks so much for giving us a shout, buddy. Rev it up, baby, with the revolution. <laughs> hey, folks, we saved the best for last. We've got Randy Pugh from Merrimack News coming up right after this. Talking about building a canoe on the radio. <laughs> That's going to be good. Yeah, goes into slot B. Yeah, stick around. Uh, Randy Pugh, Merrimack Canoes, coming up next. It's the weekend, and do you know where your outdoors is? It's here. It's now. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, sponsored by whitetails-extreme.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. 
Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. This is the revolution. Take it away, boys. Hey, Owen, we're back. And uh, just before the break, we heard from Cat Daddy with Cat Daddy Guide Services. Look them up at www.catdaddyguideservices. That services is with an S. But now we're actually going to wrap things up with Randy Pugh. Hey, he's with Miramac Canoes, and he called us at 785-846-7647. Yeah, I think, what Randy, you guys are like in your, your 53rd year of production uh, making these canoes. Is that correct? 58. Uh, oh. The year I was born in 1954, that Grandpa uh, started the business up in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Serious? I'm bad at counting. Yeah, so. Actually, and they were the people that made the Merrimack during the Civil War. That was these guys. <laughs> well, that was actually really? the southern ship, and they left the payoff <laughs> the end, that's why I think. Now, real fast, before we get into this interview, Randy, if we want to find you guys online, uh, where do we have to head to? Just Merrimack Canoes. Merrimack Canoes. Yeah, and that's spelled M-E-R-R-I-M-A-C-K. And if you can't spell canoe, you shouldn't buy one. Look up boat. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, type in boat on Google. <laughs> These things, I, I, I want to strongly urge everyone to head to your website because the craftsmanship that you guys put into your canoes is outstanding, Randy. It truly is. Well, thanks. Yeah. We take enough pride in our boat that me and Scott, the other gentleman that helps me build two a week is our maximum. Uh, we really? sign each boat. We you, put our signature so in each boat. So you mean boat. to tell me that, that you build two? These are handcrafted? I mean, they don't get stamped yeah, out of a machine yeah, or you're, something? You're just not like a guy representing the company, like a figurehead talking right now. You actually make these? Oh, yeah. I've been really? uh, this is my 43rd year. And my dad <laughs> taught me and uh, and his dad taught him and it's been passed down. My daughter, she worked in the office, but she was a little more of a a dress-up girl than a get-your-hands-dirty girl, but my grandson's ready to do it. And so that makes the fifth generation of making Merrimack canoes. I mean, you must have these things all over the world. Well, we do. We, uh, we've we sold quite a few in Japan, and uh, there's uh, a few in Europe that I know of for sure, and uh, but definitely all through the uh, the States and Canada. Yeah. All right. Now, you offer, what, six different models, correct? Yep. All right, six different models, and right now we're looking at your Osprey, and, and this is really, really nice. This is built for more, like, hunting and fishing and, and and more recreational sports uh in that nature correct yeah that in fact that's the original boat that my grandfather designed really and at the age of 16 he was a hunting and fishing guy for the state of maine oh wow wow and so he wanted a platform either for hunting and fishing uh, i've got some friends that duck hunt out of them uh or stand up and fly fish but also a, a real dependable canoe that kids can play around in. you can yeah. have a big dog 
bounce around in it and not have to worry about it going over. Yeah, we can take Peggy in that one. Yeah. <laughs> she's, overboard. she's a big dog. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if it was a wife or a girlfriend, but a no, dog, that, that sounds better. No, actually, it's our intern. <laughs> yeah. We call her Peggy the Peggy, Big Mouth Intern. Peggy the Big Mouth Intern. Uh, anyway, this is so nice. I, I mean, I'm amazed, honestly. The craftsmanship. The craftsmanship in these, in that there's actually people out there that can do this. Yeah. Because if Jim and I were to make a boat. Uh, we made one out of a willow tree one it, time. It would have less than better fate of Titanic. You know, <laughs> there's no icebergs in Kansas, well, but we one find thing one. About it, even if you tip a boat, our canoe over, it will still float, even if you think, because we do put flotation in the boat. So when it's, really? when it's full of water, it will still bob. All right. Now, say we want to get one of uh, one of these, in which we do. Uh, is it something like you order? You go into uh, McDonald's and you order a, a Happy Meal? I mean, do you, is there various uh, accessories that you can get? Give me your Big Mac yeah, we and got, We have accessories. What you do is go to our webpage, and there's a phone number there and also a little uh, place where you can order a buyer's guide that uh, will help you figure out which model of the six models. And you just figure out one of four colors. We do a dark green, a dark red an ivory, and a dark blue. Oh, wow. And uh, we're fixing to come out with a, a line of uh, exotic rainforest woods that we're calling really? our eco-line. And uh, the reason we're talking eco-line is we only buy from qualified uh, sources for lumber that don't clear-cut. They selectively cut. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start ordering things like teak, mahogany, and purple heart. Wow. Now, now, the thing is, uh, in this day and age, when we're looking at 4 $4.50 gasoline, I mean, how many gallons per hour does it take to run one of these canoes? Well, it takes, I, I figure it takes me about a six-pack an hour. <laughs> That's pretty good fuel economy right yeah, there. Or about a gallon and a half. Or <laughs> liquid economy. <laughs> I like it, six-pack an hour. But now, you can use a small trolling motor. Some folks use a small electric trolling motor on our boats if they're going out to the larger lakes and want to get to the fishing spots quicker. But mm-hmm. um, I prefer the paddle myself. Okay, now let's say the Osprey. We want to pick this up ballpark. What is this going to cost us? Just for an average one. Um, the average price is uh, runs about thirty two hundred right now. That's not bad. But the thing is, it's, it's a lifetime all. investment, isn't it? Yeah. Now there will be uh, uh, one thing that does affect our building is also the gas prices because uh, we use a vinyl ester resin that is, of course, made from petroleum products, and yeah. uh, we use carbon and Kevlar. And carbon graphite is actually made from coal. So, you know, when things go up, uh, everything goes up. Yeah, that's not bad, though. I want like mine, said, mine though, made out of diamonds. Diamonds and rubies. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing we do, we do warranty our boat. As long as you own the boat, we stand behind the workmanship and the materials. Really? Wow. Oh, now, yeah. It's just yeah. you and another guy, you said Steve, correct? Uh, no, it's uh, Scott Hale. Yeah, I was, me and Scott Hale. I was close. Do, now, full production, we can do two a week. But we average about a boat and a half a week. And uh, basically, we fill orders. Wow. We still got a couple of boats from Christmas orders. We sent a boat to uh, Guatemala last month that wow. was a Christmas gift. Wow. You think about this. Okay. I've already said his partner's name was Steve, and they've been in business for 53 you years. You know exactly what's going on. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> Well good. informed. I'm going to call you Bob, Randy. <laughs> I do Bob pretty good, though. <laughs> well, one more time. Uh, if anybody, we really, once again, we, we urge everyone to uh, hop online and check out uh, Merrimack Canoes. And where do we have to head to? You go to MerrimackCanoes.com, and uh, all the information you need to know about our boats, the colors, everything is, is in the uh, website. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Randy Pewter. Of course, he's with Merrimack Canoes. That's right, and I, I probably shouldn't talk anymore. But uh, <laughs> we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings. 
That is H-I-M-T-N at jerky.com plus NRA blog at nrablog.com. Mr. Randy Man, uh, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your wonderful canoes you make. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys for letting me brag on our uh, product. Gives a whole new meaning to boatload, doesn't it? Yeah, that's a boatload of good canoes. (laughs) (laughs) Our radio show has guys that actually do hunt and fish for a living. Ha ha. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Find them on Facebook and Twitter at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. The Ruger American Rifle, an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy, a Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp user-adjustable 3-5 to pound trigger pull, a flush-fit 4-round rotary magazine for smooth, reliable feeding, and a short 70-degree bolt throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. Help Ruger raise $1 million for the NRA. Visit Ruger.com slash million to learn more. Lacking ambition, skill, or talent, the revolution doesn't care. Hit them up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. You know, Trav, due to rapidly increasing fuel costs and concerns about the environment, compact cars like the Nissan Infiniti Versa 1.6 S sedan. Wow, that's, oh, a, that's mouthful. a mouthful. Are getting a lot of attention these they days. Are. With an estimated fuel economy of 30 miles per gallon in the city and 38 on the highway, it's no wonder that a lot of people are considering a car like this. And what's more, the base price starts at only $10,990. bucks. 5 gallons of gas, you can buy this car. <laughs> That's right. That's it. You know, Nissan is aiming to prove that you don't have to sacrifice style for affordability. Interior roominess for smaller footprint or drivability for high miles per gallon. You know, this might be one of the basic offerings that Nissan does have to offer. I said offer twice back to back, and you didn't <laughs> even realize that. That was that goes to show how good I am. You know, it, it's kind of cool because, like you said, this starts off at like ten ninety nine. Okay. Ten thousand nine hundred ninety bucks. Well, that's what I meant. I just forgot nine nine nine. You lost the zero. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. A couple of decimal points, you'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, no, this is a great little vehicle. Think about this. It actually comes with Bluetooth, comes uh-huh. with navigation, five inch L C D uh screen. So, you know, I mean, it's actually been dubbed like the big little car in reference to its appearance, you know, because it is a smaller vehicle, but actually, I mean, the seat's five. Full-size adults. You can't beat that. It's a very roomy car. And actually, the back seat, which I always have a problem with sedans, because usually the back seat, I mean, it's not a back seat. It's like a glorified space. Bench. Not even a bench. <laughs> I don't even know what you call it. But in this uh, sedan, I mean, this is really nice in this Versa. It actually has more room than most mid-size sedans. I mean, Nissan really did go all out. And, I mean, they kind of broke the mold uh, with this brand new car they got. Is that five Japanese adults? What? I, I'm not that big, okay? I'm not as big as most. I'm I'm smaller than Jackie Chan. Is he is he Chinese or Japanese? He's Chinese. Dog I missed God. it by that much. That much. Hey, while it may not be for everybody, the Nissan Infiniti Versa S sedan speaks to those who spend a lot of time commuting and want to keep their fuel costs under control. It may not have the amenities of a luxury vehicle, but the fuel economy and pure drive badge 
that commits it to being environmentally friendly. Yeah, check it out at www.nissanusa.com. Once again, it is the Nissan Infinity Versa S. Got to check it out. You can't beat the price point. Great little vehicle, exceptional fuel economy. Once again, check it out, nissanusa.com. We want to give a special thanks to all of our 366 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Money, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy. How about old Jim Crowley, James McBeth, Steve Panas, Cat Daddy, and Randy Pugh. No intrepid or he didn't love anyone. The always lovely. Anyways, I'm ever lovely. Coming up next week on The Revolution. Hey, you guys are going to like this and gals. We're going bear hunting. We're going bear hunting with clothes on. Why? Why wouldn't you? Why would you want to? I don't want to go bear hunting with you. <laughs> anyway, so we are Jim and Trev. And stick around because your local news and weather, it is coming up next. God bless you guys and have a great weekend. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.